Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support the Dancy Lagarde reader. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Posters and welcome to the last post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. Today is Saturday, the 8th of February of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to Jules Verne, who was born on this day in 1828, and to James Dean, who was born on this day in 1931. Both famous for being rebels, Jules Verne against the previously rigid rule that you weren't allowed to go 20,000 leagues under the sea, and James Dean, a rebel without a cause. Interestingly, James Dean, when asked for the inspiration behind the alluring demeanour of sultry, opaque masculinity for which he was so famous, cited Captain Nemo as his main inspiration. In history today, in 1587, Mary Queen of Scots was supposed to be beheaded after 19 years as a prisoner of Queen Elizabeth, but in fact she disappeared mysteriously into a series of underground tunnels and was never seen again. Some believe she happily ruled a tribe of badgers for up to a hundred years more, and that's why Queen Elizabeth was such a hard case for the rest of her life, forever jealous of her badger queen rival. Celebrations today include National Boy Scouts Day, National Kite Flying Day and National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. You can only enjoy two of those three at a time or a portal opens into a horror candy land where every child's a scout and every dog is a kite. It is also, on a more serious note, Sexual Abuse and Sexual Violence Awareness Week in the UK, which is a gross and awful thing to have to think about, leavened only by the fact that it's not half as gross and awful as refusing to think about it. Our guest today is historical Raj reenactor and interplanetary legal expert Anuvab Pal, uh, who's recently run a successful case against the Mars penal colony. Uh, back from that victory, how are you? And you've, you've just come back from the space station. Anuvab Pal, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you, Alice. Thank you for having me. I have to tell you, it's hard wearing a wig in space. <laughs> um, the weird thing is the British leave their legal system behind everywhere they go. On this planet, in our legal system, other planets. Um, and all I was doing was defending the right for Mars mm. uh, to, to have its own system of justice. <laughs> but to do that, I had to carry a British wig. It's really unfair. Well, yes, and I hear that the, the, the space travel itself is quite hard on the body. How have you readjusted to Earth gravity? Well, it takes a while, Alice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, As you know, we've, we've met in the United Kingdom a few times where I visited from India, and that's sometimes difficult. 
But going to Mars and back, you know, that's a number of flights. You know, Emirates only takes you, you know, just out of the stratosphere. And then you have to hitch a ride. <laughs> and the thing is, I think you know this about, you know, Indian space travel, because I went from India. Uh, other countries have this goal of reaching the place they started out wanting to go to. So they want to go to the moon. They want to go to Mars. That's a thing with the Western world and with, with all you guys. With us, it's about doing it cheap. <laughs> you know, so our last mission was the cheapest mission that had ever gone to Mars. What they don't tell you, that's the one I took. What they don't tell you is the last mile you're on your own. You know, you just <laughs> hope, you know, someone from the first world is going and they see you wearing a wig and you just hitch a ride. So it, it was rough. The last bit was rough. Well, as always on the weekend, we take a step back from the flaming furnace at the heart of the news cycle and cool ourselves in the sweet balm of the weekend magazine. Coming up this Saturday, we've got a hobbies section for those of us who haven't entirely abdicated our sense of fulfilment to completing a binge on Netflix. But first, we'll take a peep at some of the other articles in the weekend magazine. Right up front, we have a guide to guides with 10 tips on how best to rank tips, five easy metrics for how to factor sexiness against geography in world's sexiest rankings, and a sneaky secret on how to uncover uncovering local hotspots. There's also a pottery guide on how to throw pots, which includes best distances for pot throwing, most expensive pots to throw, and the most spectacular locations to throw the f*** out of a pot. It's a fascinating fold-out which explains how we realised only after the article was three-quarters written that throwing pots is actually a technique for making pots rather than ruining pots that have already been made. But what are we going to do? Back off our original mistake? All that in the Weekend magazine today. But now it's time for your classified ads. It's time for your ads now, because how do you know who you are unless you know what kind of things you'd buy? Remember, you can submit an ad by email to the last post at somethingelse.com. It's February already, and your New Year's resolution to cut down on snacks has come up against your toxic office culture and the wide availability of snacks. Buy the new Snack Slapper and never have to worry about your own willpower again. The easily attachable Snack Slapper hovers over your shoulder and as snacks draw close will violently slap them out of your reach. With our patented snack drone technology and our cutting-edge algorithms, we can identify more than a million different danger zones and approaching snacks. There are five available violence settings from gently shoving a visible snack into your blind spot to vaporising an impending muffin bearer. Snack Slapper, for when you can't trust yourself, but you're happy to trust a robot. Worried about the future? 4am angst? The sour taste of dread filling your mouth when you think about all the things you haven't done with the talent you were told you had as a child? Try half a glass of water. It's not the solution to the vast impossible problem of human mortality, but it is, scientifically speaking, a solution. And it's something to do with your hands while you wait for the reaper or your next distraction. Half a glass of water. It won't do much, but it will do something. Half a glass of water spoken by Alice Fraser for the Have You Wasted Your Life Foundation. Please consult your physician if your anxiety persists for more than 40 years. And that's your ad section for today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savoury tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Last Post. 
Of course, our top story in the weekend magazine is our hobbies section. Anavab Pal, you are our, our hobbies expert. Spending a lot of time in space means you've got a, a lot of spare time on your hands. You are an expert in hobbies. What's going on in the world of hobbies? Well, thank you for asking, Alice. By the way, uh, just just to touch upon your ad section, mm-hmm. uh, I really think the ad for half a glass of water, it won't do much, but it'll do something. I might steal that as the tagline for my next stand-up show. <laughs> 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 because I, I feel all artistic work, all life really, is summed up in your ad for half a glass of water. It won't do much, but it'll do something. There's no better way to describe modern life. <laughs> no better way to describe anything, really. Now, Alice, you know, often when you, you, we discuss topics, uh, I find out that, you know, your knowledge of the world is, is much more than mine. Uh, <laughs> your knowledge sometimes of my own country, where I live, is more than mine. And when we talked about hobbies... Uh, One of the things that you asked me was, you know, are there some interesting hobbies going on in India? Uh, I had no idea because being in my mid-40s, I had left that for about (laughs) 20 20 years. Uh, No one's asked me what my hobby was. And I was worried that if anyone at my age asked me what my hobby is, he's either a, a kidnapper or somewhat very strange who wants to do something very strange with me. So I, I did some research and... Alice, I was surprised to find that in my own country, the biggest, biggest thing going on now uh, is a thing called TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you know about this app. I didn't. It's a Chinese app uh-huh. where you make really short videos, like three or four second videos. But what has been fascinating is that the India is a country with 600 million people under 25, uh, the world's largest young population. And there was a time when there was a lot of hope that this young population would, you know, be a real advantage to the world by, uh, you know, fighting for the environment and, you know, doing great things for peace and all of that. Turns out these 600 million people just want to make TikTok videos. Um, (laughs) So we are the world's largest makers and consumers of TikTok videos. And because you like hobbies, Alice, I had to do some research on what kind of TikTok videos are driving this country crazy. So the most popular TikTok video user in India has 30 million followers. Oh, boy. And yeah, there are only four second videos. Uh, and his name, his, his great character name is Chicken Leg Piece Man. Wow. That is the best yeah. name. I'm going to name my firstborn that. <laughs> yeah. Why would you not? Right? Why would you not? Uh, and I had to look up Chicken Leg Piece Man because after Mahatma Gandhi... Chicken Leg Peace Man <laughs> is the second largest follower in India. And what Chicken Ironically, Leg Peace Man Mahatma Gandhi very against chicken leg pieces. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. That is correct. I think you, you have discovered the true nemesis of Mahatma Gandhi. It wasn't the British. <laughs> yes, rather than uniting the Indians against oppression, this chicken leg man is uniting them against um, productivity. <laughs> exactly. He is the true opposition. And the video, Alice, is fantastic. It is. It has a whole dramatic arc. It has a. It has three acts. Uh, it's right up there with any of the Oscar nominees. What he does is he sits down with four chicken leg pieces, mm-hmm. and you don't know which one he's going to go for. He suddenly goes for one of them, mm-hmm. takes a bite, and says into camera, "Chicken leg piece." <laughs> That's it. That's your thing. Thirty million followers, Alice. Well, yeah, sort of traditional Indian uh, hobbies include things like, you know, hanging out with your family, doing dancing, uh, inventing uh, new religions. 
That's a thing that India isn't quite known for. And I mean, that was what they were known for about 2,000 years ago. But I feel like that's still carrying on to this day. Absolutely correct. 2,000 religions, large joint families. Interestingly, all of that has now gone into TikTok videos. So there are <laughs> large Indian families doing TikTok. I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, Please there do. Is a tic- there is a TikTok video of a large family, a uh, mm-hmm. joint family. They, they seem like they're from a small town, a rural area. They, they're playing cricket. Mm-hmm. Lovely. All fine. Ticking all the boxes uh, or TikToking all the boxes, as it were. <laughs> Very good. Correct. Uh, cricket, India, joint family, all good. Except instead of using a cricket ball... They're using the tiniest member of their family, an infant, as the cricket ball. <laughs> I, beg, I beg your pardon. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe this on audio, but that I think almost makes it better. Instead of cricket ball, the patriarch of the family runs in and you think in this five second video, oh, he's going to bowl a cricket ball. He does not. What he does is he throws an infant. He throws I, an I mean, infant. First of all, does he throw him honourably overarm, as is tradition, or does he throw him dishonourably underarm? Well, you know, great question. Great question. They do violate the traditional rules of cricket because an infant is somewhat larger than a cricket ball. (laughs) It's hard to get the spin on the seam of an infant. (laughs) It's difficult. It's slightly hard. So what he does is uses both hands and in a sort of American football kind of way, throws the child at the quote-unquote batsman who catches this infant and throws it to another auntie waiting at slip. Um, (laughs) And, you know, in some weird way, that video summed up my entire childhood. (laughs) 22 million views. I don't know what to say. I mean, what can you say? I mean, that's the most uh, innovative advance in cricket since the 1981 underarm bowling incident. I cannot wait to download this TikTok app and then find specifically that video and then delete it all from my phone immediately. That is all for our top story today. And, of course, now it is time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alison Guest, that's you today, Anavab. I was delighted to have my letter so thoughtfully and skillfully addressed on the 31st of January and thought you might like an update on my situation. Uh, this was a lady who had uh, five cats and had to get rid of four, I think. I bought all of James Nokise's How to Be a Man series, and although I was surprised to find that they were picture books, I managed to learn enough from them to start to juggle my cat topless. I mean, I was topless. My cat isn't called topless, and my cat wasn't topless. Well, she's naturally topless, but I think you know that I didn't shave her for this purpose. That was for an entirely different purpose. Anyway, (laughs) cat juggling is not as easy as it sounds, even with only one cat. I don't know if it was just my lack of expertise with this art form, but she got very upset with me when I caught her after the first toss and clawed up my arm and then tore up my chest pretty badly. In a way, it's fixed my feeling of being invisible as an older lady for the moment because I had so many doctors come to talk to me while I was in emergency and after my surgery. They just wanted me to tell them my story again and again. They were incredibly excited that celebrity celebrity Andrew Zaltzman responded to my letter. Is there any chance of getting a signed photo, please? I've also got dates with plastic surgeons, psychiatrists and vets booked over the next few months, which is very exciting. Warm regards, single cat lady. Uh, Thank you very much, Single Cat Lady. I will uh, have a chat with Andy Zaltzman about getting you a signed picture, and I assume you'll want one of the limited edition series of him topless, yes? Thank you for listening to The Last Post, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. We have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news, and if you have not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. 
The last post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. Your guest today was Anavab Pal. Anavab, have you got anything to plug? Um, I have a run of my show, Democracy and Disco Dancing, starting at the Soho Theatre on the 27th of April, which happens to be very close to Hitler's birthday. That's nice. While you're in London uh, in April, I will be in Melbourne, Sydney and Perth with my new show, Kronos. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, and I will talk to you again tomorrow.